Welcome into the Intersection Podcast. I'm Brennan Cassera, and today I'm joined by Colin Ganan, the president of Scarlet and Gray Sports Radio at Ohio State. And recently, we took a trip down uh, to Miami, Florida, for the national championship between Ohio State and Alabama. Colin, just first off, how are you doing today? Doing pretty well, Brennan. Thanks for uh, having me on this again. Yeah, no problem. And you know, we flew in from two separate locations to Miami. Got there and obviously very different this year you want to just kind of run through the, the those first few moments in Miami just for me it was just a little shocking still to believe that we were headed to a national championship I don't know about you yeah absolutely I mean SGSR as an organization hasn't had the opportunity to announce a national title since 2015 I mean so we've had a few classes of broadcasters go through since then um, so just getting that opportunity was a little shocking, like you said, and especially in a year like this where, I mean, what, four months ago, three, four months ago, we didn't think there was going to be a season. <laughs> and then uh, to be able to walk into that media hotel and just, you know, see the CFP national title banners and the other media members and saw the lantern down there. And so just all of that combined, it, it just four months ago I never would have thought that um, anyone would have been ending up in that position yeah I think refreshing is the word that yeah for me was that what that trip kind of was and you know we were very lucky to be staying at you know the media hotel and everything you know, that Ohio State allows us to be able to do so you know to be there and, and to to get to experience that even though there were still some limitations it was pretty refreshing and then you know getting to the game you know, we get down to the stadium. I was surprised by the stadium in person, first of all. I don't know about you, but um, we, we, we went through the stadium and, you know, got there, sat down, and it was like, whoa, we're going to have fans at this game for Ohio State football also. Yeah, that, that was definitely the weirdest part. You know, I think you and I have talked a couple of times this year about how strange it is in the two, three hours leading up to the game you know, when there aren't fans there and then you notice it throughout the game, like when there are may maybe the crowd noise, the pumped in crowd noise is mixed strangely. But when you're broadcasting a game, you kind of get locked in on the action. So we kind of I felt like blocked that out most of the season, but then actually having fans for that national championship game and a decent amount. I think it ended up being what about four to 14 and a half thousand, I think was the final number. Yeah. Um, you, it, then you remember, Oh yeah. Okay. It is different when you have fans, <laughs> it was a noticeable difference. Um, so for as much as you were able to block out the silence for most of the season, then you get to a game where it's not even 20% capacity. And you really do remember what it's like, like, okay, people do make a difference when there are actually people there. Absolutely. And I think in the, in the week leading up and the same thing goes for, for, you know, the sugar bowl as well, but mm -hmm. the week leading up to the national championship, especially it felt like at the, at the media hotel, at least, you know, the hotel, one of the hotels surrounding the game. Yeah. It felt like even though we were still distancing and doing our thing, that there was an energy or an excitement about a sporting event that I hadn't felt in a long time. I'm not sure if you felt the same thing, but at that time there, it seemed like, you know, people were really excited mm -hmm. to be kind of back, even though we're not completely back yet. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think a lot of that is, you know, when you're covering a game at a horseshoe at the horseshoe, it's Ohio State dominated. I mean, the vast majority of the media there are going to be local media, right? Mm -hmm. uh, 
but it's something like this, you know, it's Ohio State media, Alabama media, Miami, lo like local media. Um, and then you have the executives, like CF people from the CFP, people from like the Orange Bowl, things like that, the NCAA. So it just feels bigger. And it, you know, it's hard to get bigger than like an Ohio State home game or an Alabama home game, but this did. And I, I imagine that probably contributed a lot to that energy because it did. It felt like it didn't, it almost didn't feel like college football and not saying that college football isn't energetic because I think it's probably more energetic than anything, but it felt like just a production, like a spectacle almost. Right. And, you know, going through our own protocols and having to, to follow things and stuff like that, we were able to still see a little bit of Miami, an abbreviated version. You want to talk about kind of what we were able to do and see while we were out there uh, down in, in Miami, Florida? Yeah, it was really nice. There was a designated area over on South Beach. Um, so for reference, our the media hotel was in downtown. Um, so about 20 minutes east over to South Beach, there was a designated media area uh, that your weekend credential could get you into. And it was just like an area on South Beach um, that was just designated for media. So it was, uh, it, it was you know, away from people, um, but you still got to, you know, go to South Beach. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're there with other media members. So that was that was a nice uh, aspect that they included. And that was a really cool aspect from a media perspective, too, because it was I, I think it was designated essentially to be an area to like film hits like pregame hits uh, for TV media or podcasts or whatever it may be. Um, so that, that was a really cool setup that they had. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought the media hospitality room was one of the cooler setups they had also Definitely. a huge banquet room filled you know, with some really nice lounging chairs to watch a, a ginormous screen for the football that was going on that weekend, most mostly NFL football that was going on that weekend uh, that we were watching. And you've got big screens up in between. Uh, there were two seats, I believe, in between each screen mm -hmm. and things like that. So, you know, staying distance and stuff like that. But I thought they did a really good job, you know, uh, of keeping things you know, you had a few different areas to kind of roam around. You weren't totally yeah. just confined to your room, which I think is important, uh, especially, you know, when you're in a city that you want to experience a little bit, we were able to kind of step outside of media hospitality and, you know, look over into downtown Miami, because that was where the pool area was too. So that was one of the cooler things for me. Um, you know, is there anything that you would change about the experience i mean obviously no covid would be the number one yeah, yeah. easy pick choice but uh, about that experience that you think you know could have gone better things like that or anything along those lines you know other than covid not really i mean i think it was i i, I thought it was set up very well by the college football playoff um you know sids for both programs and uh communications through the college football playoff were more than accommodating. Um, you know, with the COVID part though, it's, I'm not really like a big city person, but you know, when you go to these games in a normal year, I mean, it's cool to be able to experience these new places that you haven't been to before. This is my first time going to Miami. Um, and you know, like you said, is you don't want to go out and explore right now because uh, it's just not something you should be doing. So, you know, had, having to avoid that was a bit of a bummer, but in a, nor in a normal year, that would have been different. But other than that, I mean, it was, it was a great setup by the playoff committee and everyone who worked there with athletic communications. 
um, they everyone was uh, treated nice uh, nicely in terms of uh, like meals and accommodations with the hotel rooms everything so it was a great, it was a great setup yeah and i think the other thing too you know and a big thank you to the college football playoff and and ohio state and everyone involved here but you know we were able to get our own booth for the game which is yeah. obviously you know for a game of this magnitude you know with the amount of media who want to cover it to be able to have your own booth and safely be able to broadcast in that way is something that you know, we, in years past, we haven't necessarily always had our own booth either. You know, Wisconsin last year, big 10 title, we didn't have our own booth. We were sharing a booth. So mm -hmm. I think that's another thing that's just, they, they were able to keep that in mind, try and keep us as safe as possible. And we were able kind of to, you know, hunker down in there and just hang out and do our thing unless we were going out <laughs> and getting food throughout the course of the game. So I think, you know, that worked out very well for, for us too. And definitely very thankful that they were able to kind of look ahead with a lot of that stuff because they could have easily denied us and told us that we shouldn't be there. But, you know, right. to their credit, they, they gave us that opportunity and, you know, looking at just the hotel too, and the place that we stayed in downtown Miami, we we're at the marquee downtown, you know, down there for the media hotel, which is where we usually stay for, for our events. Um, if we can, uh, you know, that place was pretty spectacular also that was uh yeah that, that was spectacular i i can definitely say i had never been anywhere like that before <laughs> i can agree on that one um middle of downtown miami and that that's the one thing too i think that i would say is that even though we didn't get to explore miami we almost did because of the some of the views we had from that building mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it was like you know you step up to your window and it's like well here's miami right here and I had right. been to Miami before and I, I, we were talking about it before the trip and I was not super fond of Miami changed opinion now. So, yeah, it was, it was that, that was my first time going, you know, I, I think I might've been there when I was a toddler, maybe uh, for something family related, but I certainly don't remember that. Um, so this is really the first time I can ever going to my, uh, remember going to Miami. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, we, you know, we drove past the new Marlins park. I hadn't seen that before. Um, getting to see uh, hard rock, of course. Um, and then the downtown area, the architecture just looks like Miami. Like if you see a TV show, you, you always know when it's in Miami just because of how the buildings are built there. And then actually seeing that in person was kind of a cool uh, experience. Yeah. All right, Colin, thank you for joining us on, uh, uh, on this podcast. And uh, we look forward to hearing for, from you uh, again down the road. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brendan. Yep.